Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and especially to our Espresso Level sponsors, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and for hosting our site, and to Expander Digital for both their sponsorship and providing SEO services to us. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Today I am uh, honored to have Ben Pines from Elementor with me. How are you doing today, Ben? Hey, how's it going? It's great it's here. Going. It's snowing here. I don't know what kind of weather you have there, oh, but I'm going to... Yeah, here it's very, very convenient, very hot. So it's cool <laughs> here in Tel Aviv. I'd be happy to trade with you. <laughs> I had to clear the yeah, snow off my car sure. this morning. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, I'm Ben, and I head the content at Elementor. I'm also now an Elementor evangelist which basically means I'm going to start doing more uh, meetups and uh, WordCamps, hopefully traveling and uh, spreading the news. That's awesome. And I got to meet you face-to-face -face when we were both at WordCamp US last month, which was really nice. There was a lot yeah. of good people there. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a condensed event of, of everyone you <laughs> usually talk to on Twitter. And it was really nice to you know, put some faces on the images. Absolutely, especially because everybody's Twitter profile doesn't look like them in real life. <laughs> oh, no. Especially animated ones. People can get very creative there. Exactly, exactly. So show me your mug. I, I always ask people, show me what mug you have. I should be surprised. It's an Elementor mug. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I have with me, I'm drinking out of my Word, uh, WordPress thermos. This was the one item that I bought for myself at the very first WordCamp US in 2015. So, oh, it, it has was, some history now. It has some history. So it's for what five years old, and it's um, it's as I say, it's like it was an expensive purchase for me at the time. I was freelancing, and to spend like almost twenty dollars on a mug was like, <gasps> but I I thought I deserved it. <laughs> it's it's your contribution to the WordPress ecosystem there you go exactly uh, yeah i was gonna say i like to think i do a little more now but yes that was the beginning <laughs> <laughs> it started the beginning. Uh, you know the ball rolling yeah <laughs> exactly you and i have been following each other on twitter for a while so it's nice to actually you know see you face to face and be able to talk to you about what you do so tell us a little bit about um how you got started with wordpress well i actually got started uh in an SEO firm. So I was promoting, uh, you know, websites. It was back when WordPress was just a blogging system. It was 2006, I think. And my boss was like, why are you promoting all those WordPress? Why are you using all those WordPress sites to, to promote our clients? And he was sure that it's only for blogs, but we actually got some great results back then with Google was much easier. Uh, so that that was the beginning and from then I started my own business with affiliate sites on WordPress and eventually I came to Elementor uh, four years ago. That's wonderful. Um, when you think back over, so you've been using WordPress almost since it started then, so you have a lot of, um, a lot of history to be able to, to, to think back on. When you think of all the sites you've seen over the years, and especially more recently what we do, what do you think is something that we, you know, as a community, as web designers, developers, what do you think we could be doing better 
to make the sites that we're putting out for the public stronger and better for them? Well, one thing for sure is thinking, if you would ask me that, I think two years ago, I would say there's a lack of knowledge uh, of the importance of design in WordPress. But over the past two years, I've seen phenomenal, uh, uh, you know, uh, awareness of, the, of this. I mean, we were seeing amazing websites that are pristine looking and top notch. So this is a mind shift that already happened. And I think the next big uh, mind uh, change will be the knowledge of, of the importance of strategy when building websites. So when you're building a website, it's not just taking a theme or a template and recreating or customizing. It's more about understanding how, what a business does that's well, uh, that does it well, and how you can recreate the same success on a website. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I helped somebody in our local meetup a few years ago. She couldn't understand why nobody was buying the jewelry, that her website was a jewelry website. And you know, when you looked at her navigation across the top, the shop was just one small navigation, but it was buried in the middle of all the rest of the navigation. So how do you expect people to know what to do when you don't present very first thing when they come to the website? what are you supposed to do? So you're exactly right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Strategy is very important. Yeah, and you, you get, I mean, you have hundreds of uh, tutorials teaching how to create a website, but most of them skip that important part, meaning uh, that it's not just putting parts together, it's actually figuring out the user, what the user wants, and how you can deliver on that promise. Mm -hmm, exactly. What's something that you wish you had known earlier in your WordPress career that you've learned since that might have made life a little bit easier early on? I think that being, it's, it's, it's kind of a subtle understanding of kind of piecing how everything uh, uh, works together, like seeing the whole picture because you, you get it's very easy to think like a designer, think like a developer, or think like a marketer. But trying, seeing the big picture is something that is, has helped me tremendously today. And that's kind of uh, what a lot of what my focus is uh, in, in the content we create and in the mindset that we're trying to deliver. That's what makes teams so wonderful, right? Because in a team, you could have people that have different focuses. But when you're a freelancer and you have to think of all three of those together, it can be much, much more difficult for sure. Yeah. So that's the, so to achieve that, that, because you have so much information pouring in from everywhere. You have, I mean, I don't know how many blog posts are published every second, you know? So you get so much information, the way that you can actually... Uh, manage to to organize that and and actually I don't know read something and have it affect you is actually have to have the right focus and the right perspective and that really took a long time for me personally to kind of own and understand and that's I think a bit a big shift. And one of the things you made me think of with the blog post too is that we're always told that you have to have you know at least three hundred words. More words is better, but then we're also told, but everybody's reading it on their phone, so brevity is important. So finding that balance is very difficult sometimes. The one thing that I found uh, about content, you know, uh, is that 
actually the best advice you can get is not from other blog posts. If you want to know what kind of content wins, you actually need to look a lot on what kind of content does Netflix put out? What kind of content wins on Spotify, on Instagram? If, you, if, you, if you're a, a content freak like, like I am, you kind of, you're able to watch a movie and say, okay, now I can think about a new way I can present content in my blog, which is just what is what makes amazing content. That makes perfect sense. That's a good, that's good advice is not, not to always just look in your own industry, but look beyond and see what how actually is what people are paying attention to. I like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Plus you can also do some, some cool things. We recently did animated uh, for, for Halloween. We, need, we did animated uh, client horror stories. So we actually collected from our community a certain example of, of uh, clients that were, let's say, on the, on the trouble spectrum. And we, we uh, gathered all those, clients, all those stories and we made animated videos from it. And people really, you know, they were like, where did this come from? And they were really enthusiastic about because it was funny, it was, uh, you know, humorous, it involved the community. That's the kind of uh, content I, I'm really proud of. Yeah, things that people really engage with and enjoy. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'm going to have to go look for those if they're still out there. I want to see them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really cool. Especially there was one nudist colony uh, horror story. That was just hilarious, you know. That sounds fascinating. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's 100% based on our community. It's really people had experiences you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to definitely look for that. And, and you know, every company, you know, I, we have our own little stories about things that people have um, have done and said that are really funny. And, and you, you can't always put them out publicly because you don't want to make fun of your customers. But when your customers volunteer those stories, that's another. Oh, yeah. That is, that yeah, is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Now, you've been, to, yeah. you've been to a lot of board camps and meetups and interacted with the public a lot. I'm sure as evangelists, you're going to be going to even more, which is wonderful. When you think back over all the different WordPress events that you've been to, is there one or two moments that were very inspirational or pivotal to you, either as a speaker, you know, in the hallway track or um, somebody that you've met or somebody that you heard talk? And what was it? Well, actually, yeah, in, in WordCamp, the last WordCamp Europe, uh, which was uh, in Berlin, there was... I mean, we did a meetup, and in the meetup, I met with uh, Rob Hope from One Page Love, who was one of the speakers on WordCamp. So he came to our, our meetup, which was fun because I only met him through email before. Uh, so then I met him on the meetup. Then next day on WordCamp, uh, I, I met him again before his lecture. So we kind of had a great conversation. Then I saw his uh his lecture which was amazing on landing pages and then he interviewed for our podcast on the same topic so it was kind of a whole circle of meeting someone it was like the the amazing power of actually attending an event in terms of the relationship you can form and this happened again and again every person that you meet uh you can form a much closer relationship uh basically on wordcamp I have to say, I, I have to kind of uh, uh, spill, spill my guts because I usually don't go to a lot of lectures. 
because I'm at my booth or talking to people. Mm -hmm. So for me, the most uh, influential moments were the, the, the conversation I had with either other plugin developers, uh, you know, uh, founders of other companies or users. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I find that too, because, you know, working with Give, I'm usually either at the table or depending on what camps I'm going to, sometimes I'm a speaker or an organizer. And when you're doing some of those things, oftentimes you don't get to go hear other lectures, but um, meeting people is just amazing. I, I just love picking people's brains, our users' brains. I like, I meet them and I, you know, I, I immediately start up, like, tell me about your business. What do you do? How do you use the tool? Like, it's kind of an obsession. I, I can't, okay, it's like, a, I'm like a fan of, of, of our users. I don't know how to explain it otherwise. Well, that's the thing you asked me. You're like, if there's anything you think of that I should know about our plugin and about our builder, let me know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did it like 50 times in the last WordCamp, yeah. <laughs> that's <Okay>. great. <laughs> no, that's great, though. I mean, that's what we ask people, too. When they come up and they're I like, I, I use Give. He's like, well, what do you use it for? I, I tweeted a while back that I think I wouldn't be any good as a freelance. I, it's not that I wouldn't be any good. I, I'd be... I'm, I'm an obsessive person. So I think it would be too much, you know, uh, I would work around the clock because that's the kind of person I am. So with, the, with Elementor, it's like, it, it, it becomes an, an obsession of some sort. I don't know how to, how to explain it otherwise, but I think you do have to have that certain kind of, of obsession to be a good marketer. You, you have to have that, that spark of like, I'm really interested in it. It's really something I, I love to do. A passion for the product, for sure. Um, there are people who have jobs and there are people who have careers. And the people who have a career become passionate about what they do. And that's something that is, is beautiful when it happens, for sure. Yeah, so, beautiful, sometimes scary, but it is beautiful. <laughs> if you become too obsessive, yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not Wake good. up in the middle of the night and just shouting the competitor name. I don't know. But that, that didn't happen to me yet. But. And then your Maybe. spouse says, this has to stop. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So speaking of Elementor and your community, talk a little bit about, you know, what Elementor is. I think, I, I mean, unless people are in the WordPress community living under a rock, they do know what Elementor is. But talk a little bit about you know, why you think Elementor is good, um, why you think it's the best perhaps, and just anything you'd like to share about the product and the project that you do. Basically, the premise, we launched on June 2016. And the premise was that it made no sense to pick a theme and then you're stuck with one design. So the idea was to bring the same level of uh, design and uh, customization uh, to WordPress make it easy. Along the way, we've built like a, a whole suite of marketing uh, uh, development and, and design tools that all uh, are supposed to help you reduce the friction and make it sustainable to build successful websites. So when you're building a website uh, pre-Elementor, it's really hard to understand the scope of what you're uh, uh, building. You're a web designer, the client wants, I don't know, a, a certain kind of website with certain kind of specifications. Then you need to start piling together this plugin, that plugin, and 
the scope, if something goes wrong, it's really hard to build a career around that. So that's the, the thing that we brought in Elementor is that ability to build amazing dynamic websites uh, that reduce that friction and make it really a sustainable business, really a, a business that you can uh, build a career upon. So that's what uh, our tool does. And uh, yeah, it's fun to, to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> We've built it from, you know, we were a, a small, when I started four years ago, we were, you know, five people. I was the only one doing marketing. Today, four years later, we're over 100 people. We're the eighth most popular plugin, over three and a half million uh, active installs. So, yeah, even your dog is. Uh, even the dog likes it, that's right. <laughs> I have to. I brought the dog to the office today. My it's my parents' dog, and um, one of my father's having um, surgery today. So I said I'll take care of the dog. He's usually very quiet, so I apologize for the interruption. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so talk a little bit about the community that builds up around a product like Elementor because it's amazing. You know the Facebook groups and the you know meetups and things that that happen. So talk a little bit about how that actually evolved and where do you see it going next? So the founders of Elementor are really uh, uh, part of the WordPress community. So they've built 100% free uh, plugins, successful plugins that they donated for accessibility and for um, kind of uh, uh, security plugins. And uh, so we were already in the mindset and you know they were active in WordCamps, etc and we were already building this company in the mindset that we believe in open source and we believe in the power of open source so that's kind of what led us to make a lot of decisions that now have have generated this amazing ecosystem so there's a, a facebook community i think it's one of the best really and no doubt one of the most active uh, a community which includes people who post questions and a lot of people that that help out and, and answer those questions um, there's you know hundreds of add-ons and plugins that actually extend element or extend its functionality I mean we have a set number of, of developers having that ecosystem means we have hundreds of developers extending the plugin um, there's going to be in 2019 we started our first meetup and 2019 we're going to have a hundred meetups uh, this year so and there's the translation there's a whole the, the whole uh, how we conceive of, of the, the expansion of our product is hand in hand with the community most of the features we put out are I think like 80% are actually feature feature requests that we get on GitHub, so it's like a close connection between us and the community. And uh, until now, it's worked wonders. So hopefully, we'll continue to do so. So I'll tell you my experience is I had started using a different page builder probably four years ago, five years ago. And uh, you know, I think people get, you start using one and you become so familiar with it, it's hard to kind of branch out and use other page builders. But then you inherit websites that have other page builders in them. And you know, I, I won't throw anybody under the bus, but there was one that I inherited that I was just like, 
oh, I don't think I can work on this project because it was so difficult to use. And then I inherited another site that was built on Elementor. And I was like, oh, here we go again. Another page builder, I'm not aware of how to use it, but let's just take a look. And I was like, oh, I could, I could use this. It was intuitive. It was very, very easy for me to use. And I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that it wasn't something that was another, there was no hurdle to using it. There was not a huge learning curve. I think having a background and understanding how page builders worked was definitely helpful because I didn't have that initial learning curve, but it was very intuitive and I didn't have any difficulty just like jumping right in and using Elementor. So I was, I was very happy about that. Thank you, thank you. It's great to hear. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. And so now I've been using it on you know other sites. I don't do a lot of freelance anymore because I do so much with Give, but uh, but it but it is exciting when I get opportunities to to use Elementor and to use you know other plugins and things along the way as well. So well, Michelle, uh, hopefully continue to improve it and uh, yeah, help you make more amazing websites. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to find time to do more of those outside websites. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll and then it'll happen. Um, so it is exciting when, like you said, when different meetups kind of build up around it, Facebook groups that can be so active. And it's really interesting when you go to a meetup and somebody says, you know, well, what page builder should I use? And four people or five people have five different answers to that, which is always fun too. Everybody seems so um, attached to whatever they've oh, yeah. used. You know, sure. and the same is true for forms. You know, it's like, oh, you have to use Gravity. Oh, no, you have to use Caldera. No, you've got to use Ninja. No, you've got to use, w, you know, uh, Contact Form 7 or whatever. And so everybody is so, and don't ever ask anybody in a group who they should host with because <laughs> you know, that's a crazy question. Yeah, yeah. But yeah for sure. Uh, but I think, well, I, I can't say that, I can't say that uh, I think, uh, one of the reasons that uh, that you need, when you think about which plugins you use, one of the reasons you, you should consider that people might not consider uh, as much is really the sustainability of of, uh, of the company. I've heard a, a lot of uh, uh, from a lot of users the same story where they chose a plugin. Apparently, it was a mom and pop, you know. Uh, um, kind of uh, plugin, then th that person vanished or, uh, and the person was left with a plugin and a website that's not functional anymore. And mm -hmm. that's re that really sucks, especially if, if this uh, business that the person is growing is kind of growing and, and becoming bigger than the plugin that they used initially starts uh, working. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one, when, when picking uh, plugins in general, I would do the due diligence the same as when I choose, you know, uh, I don't know, when I, when I choose a, a teleconference software, I look into what the company, how, how much I trust it. So that's a big thing. And I hope this is um, kind of a good, uh, kind of a change that the, the WordPress industry is moving towards, towards more sustainable uh, companies. Mm -hmm. One of the questions that I hear in our meetup sometimes is, well, since we have Gutenberg now, why should I bother using a page builder? I mean, I know the answer because I prefer to use page builders, but what is your response to that? That's an excellent question. Uh, well, Gutenberg, we see it, it's more of, a, 
I would, it, it's great for you know writing content. Um, if you're building a website, there's a lot of functionality that you need to bring into the picture uh, in terms of fine-tuned design. It's really, I think, impossible to build a, a, a one UI that fits everything. If you think about how different medium is from Photoshop, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I gave a kind of analogy recently. It's like writing an email on sketch. So you wouldn't go and write an email on sketch. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of, uh, Elementor has kind of, a, 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 because of its widgets and ease of use, it offers a really easy way to build uh, on, on the one part highly uh, visually designed uh, page or website. And on the other hand, one that is connected to you know all the marketing tools and has all the pop-up and forms, all the marketing uh, things that you would need, even, even our WooCommerce builder. So I think that's the, the biggest difference. And the other thing is with our theme builder, that's really a game changer. So mm-hmm. when now people uh, are used to go to um, their favorite theme shop, pick a theme, and then they're stuck with a, a theme, now they can actually visually design their header, footer, single archive posts. And this really makes a huge difference, especially for those designers that kind of have to stay competitive and, and bring out, you know, I don't know, a dozen or a few dozen websites every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very exciting. Um, all the different things that y'all have coming out and that you have such yeah. great, um, ah, one second here. My watch just decided to play. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got a phone call through my watch. I thought I had turned off the Bluetooth and then I couldn't hear you anymore. Okay, back to you. Um, so one of the exciting things for sure is the ability to use, um, I think, to be able to use a page builder in conjunction with Gutenberg. So for example, on a blog that I've recently started, you know, I, I just use Gutenberg for the posts because it is good for content, but I don't have to use Gutenberg for the pages. I can use page builder for the pages. So to be able to do a hybrid of, like that, I think is really exciting too. Uh, yeah, I would even give another example where you custom design your single post uh, and put, you know, every, put it exactly how you like it, maybe a featured image, maybe some uh, share links. You can place a sidebar, however you, you want to design it. And then you can actually write the content of the blog post with images and everything on Gutenberg and have that single post that you designed in, in Elementor Steam Builder spread across different, uh, uh, you know, uh, different categories. And we're actually coming out, I can maybe give a sneak peek that we're actually coming out with another cool feature, uh, I think pretty soon, which is uh, dynamic colors, meaning you'll be able to actually designate uh, the right different colors to uh, per category or whatever condition you want, and then have really a, a different, differently designed uh, pages and, and, uh, and uh, blog posts according to category. 
So that's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I like that you said it's a game changer earlier. I think that you definitely are one of the companies out there that is changing the way that we're able to use WordPress um, and that you have, you know, some free content. It's obviously there's paid content too. Otherwise, how could we all continue to work? But it's, um, it's, it's really very exciting. Uh, and it's fun to watch you all grow and to meet all the people that you have at your um, at your tables. And, uh, you know, this is WP Coffee Talk. And one of the women who was working at your booth at WordCamp US, you had some pins that said, I like my coffee, hashtag 000. And she yeah. knew who I was. And she came over. She made sure that I got one of those pins before they ran out so that I had the coffee one. So I was like, that was really sweet. Really, really nice people that you're working with over there. For sure, yeah. And it's, yeah, uh, yeah th those pins were, she actually designed them, so it's really cool. Yeah. Shout out to Lisa if she, she's here <laughs> right now. Love to make sure she finds out. <laughs> Let me move into what I call the rapid fire questions and we'll see what kinds of answers you have for people here. What sure. are two or three must have plugins that you would recommend to somebody who's building a website? That's a difficult question. I would say, uh, obviously Elementor, but uh, <laughs> I would say that uh, my favorite plugins um, is WP Rocket is cool. Uh, obviously, uh, Yoast SEO. Um, Gravity Forms is a really great plugin. Um, which else? I think that's, that's on my top list, yeah. Yeah. If I, I'll, I'll, I must have, uh, I'll think of, of other ones as well, but uh, <laughs> you can tweet them out later. <laughs> yeah. sure. At any point in your WordPress journey, have you had a mentor, whether it was an official mentor or somebody that kind of took you under their wing, as we say, and who was it? Hmm. Well, there were, my mentor was uh, actually Yoni, our, the founder of Elementor. Uh, because he he's the person that comes up, came up and comes up with all the design vision uh, outside of of our company. Well, actually, we do have uh, when we formed the community, uh, there was one person that uh, was that was an admin, and actually along the uh, along the way, we actually hired him to be a part of our our company. Uh, his name is Verdi, and it's not, it, we're like each other's mentors because we have kind of this uh, list of books that we read and, and uh, share notes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I would say those a few business books recently really are, I see them as uh, not mentors, but you know, like, like mm -hmm. heroes. And they've been very influential to me personally recently, yeah. That's awesome. Who is somebody that you admire in the WordPress community and why? Hmm. I know it's hard because you know so many people, but think of one or two that you could give a shout out to. Uh, I think Christy uh, from uh, Liquid Web is, uh, I, I mean, I love what she does. Um, so she's definitely, and, and uh, I think Vova, Vova from Freemius, also definitely uh, someone. Uh, Ionot from uh, Female is, is someone I, I admire very much. Um, who else? There's so many. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
I, I must have, I, I must be forgetting someone. Of course, uh, Yost is someone that I, I, I really admire and, and love the things that, uh, that, uh, that he does. I've been following him also for, for years since he just started uh, the, the WordPress plugin and even before, I think. Um, yeah, there, there, there's many more, but uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good handful. That's a good handful for yeah. sure. What's something that you'd still want to learn in WordPress, but you haven't learned yet? I love to learn more about the actual process of design. And that's, that's my next big project because I, until now I, will, I had my handful in marketing and in content, but my personal perspective is keep, keep you know, the, the perpetual learner, always learning new things. Um, so I'd say that, um, yeah, that's something, I mean, design, business, keep learning about marketing things, um, marketing to millennials. I mean, everything is, is there's so much. I, I do try to find the balance um, between kind of having a focus for a time period, really learning for the sake of action. And then uh, that's kind of, uh, of my focus right now. That's awesome. At least you didn't say, okay, boomer to me. <laughs> Well, I, I think there are a lot of marketers. I, I think there are a lot of marketers that kind of uh, stay on the theoretical level, kind of can comment about what's happening. And for me, it's always been very important to be hands-on and to actually know what I'm talking about. So every, I mean, no matter what I do, I always try to keep, I mean, in the past, I did, you know, the tutorials, the actual step-by-step -step tutorials of how to build things. For me, that's my personal, I would say, my personal say in the, in the marketing world is just not just trying to do marketing, but actually walking the walk, you know, doing things mm -hmm. and doing hands-on things. So that's something I think I'll, I'll keep doing throughout my career. Actually, the, the hands-on, it's, it's very fun. What's, this is my favorite question, by the way. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made in WordPress and what did you learn from it? Hmm. I think the biggest mistake was, uh, it, it took me a while to do that leap. Um, I think for kind of understanding that I can, um, I can do more, I can lead people. I think that was the, it, it's, it's not exactly a mistake, but it kind of took me time until I kind of appreciated that it's something that I want to do and something that I can do. And ever since I made that switch, it's been like uh, a really game, a game changer. So I would just tell Ben from the past, like, get on that horse and start riding it because... <laughs> Really, it, it's, it's just work is so much more fun where the, the mindset before that was just very focused, very task oriented and, and focused on, 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 uh, on what you can do. And after that, that change, it's like you, you kind of you, you're open to seeing um, to seeing the world in a different light, like you're open to other people and ideas and it just opens up. A whole new world of, of possibilities. 
My other favorite question is this one. What's your proudest WordPress moment? I think that, I mean, we, we did a step up in our, uh, uh, in our magazine, wherein we turned it from kind of this, this blog that mainly focuses on features to a whole content system with, you know, with uh, videos and with uh, regular uh, uh, slots, weekly slots. And for me, that's the, the proudest moment like that I, I could, have, I, I could uh, be part of it and uh, could, could create something like that. Uh, and along the way, there, there's so many proud moments. I mean, every feature and every crazy video we do, that's kind of what, what I, I'm really proud of. That's wonderful. I have very similar experiences. Everything that I do is always getting better and better. So it's like, oh, this is it. Oh, no, no, this is my proudest moment. So yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. I, you... I'll, I'll, I'll also share, it's kind of also a technique that I use. It's kind of really seeing the world in terms of milestones. So if the first mile, if we're talking about, let's say, podcasts and getting guests, so it's always like, okay, what level, who can I get? And then always... Kind of, I think the, 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 the challenge here is always knowing what, uh, who you are, like it's self-awareness, knowing who you are, what can you reach, because then you don't waste time and energy and you can just keep climbing small, small steps and then mm -hmm. you can, you see that scaling up of, of, uh, of achievements. Absolutely. If you can build your career based on always feeling even better about everything that you do, then that's a wonderful way to live, isn't it? There, there's one uh, line that I remember from uh, Jordan Peterson, that's someone that I, I like to follow, that he says, always compare yourself to your yesterday self. Don't compare yourself to others because there's always someone better than you and who cares, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, They're on their own journey. <laughs> yeah. If you weren't working in web, web technologies, you know, building websites, marketing, all of that, your current career, what's another career that you might like to attempt? I, I did dabble in improv for, for a time period. So maybe acting or, but most, most likely writing. I love writing. So I think, uh, yeah, for sure. Writing. Nice. Have you written any books yet? Oh, that's, uh, I think that's an answer to, to, to one of your next questions. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> is there, what is something on your bucket list? Oh, definitely, uh, definitely a, a book, writing a book. That's definitely something I, I'm, I, I'd love to do one day. Um, and maybe form another, uh, another comedy group. I don't know create a maybe do stand up i don't know what what there i'm going to go. do <laughs> i wrote a book last year and it was an amazing feeling to have that book out there even i mean it's self published it's you know it wasn't picked up by anybody big and i haven't made a million dollars off it but just having finished it and getting not something yet. in print not yet that's right <laughs> i'll send you a copy <laughs> um but yeah it's it, yeah. it, it's an amazing amazing feeling to have that kind of accomplishment so i know you'll get there it's just a matter of finding the time it takes a lot of time oh yeah yeah for sure <laughs> uh show us or tell us about one of your hidden talents that people in the wordpress community might not know about you well uh, um i do impressions 
you do. And who, who is your best impression? I don't know, people from the office. We actually okay. did, uh, like, like uh, we have uh, in, in Israel, we have Purim, which is like, kind of like the Halloween of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, Jewish people. So we did a video where we kind of did impressions of people around the office, and I did most of the voices. So that's kind of <laughs> something I like to do. But most people don't know that I, that I, can, that I impersonate them. So <laughs> let's keep it between ourselves. Do you, wait, but I have to ask, do you have a Matt Mullenweg impression? Can you do Matt's voice? Well, I don't know. I think that, yeah, that was <laughs> That was good. He's so quiet when he talks. I think that's, he's, he's very delicate, like. Yes, yes. What we want to achieve in work, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to work on it. I love, that's I love great. It. Yes, okay, yeah. next, time you're on the, next time you're on the podcast, I want, I want a little bit more. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll recite the whole speech. <laughs> there you go. At least the yeah. first part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this has been awesome talking to you. I don't want to take up a ton of your time, but I also want to know how can we find you online? Websites, social media, t- you know, Twitter. How do we find you? Well, I started tweeting not long ago, but I'm at uh, B Pines One. That was what was available, and. Um, in the Elementor blog, elementor.com slash blog. Um, I'm not on Instagram so much, but uh, yeah, that's basically how you can, you can reach me. And how do we find Elementor on Twitter? Just uh, search for Elementor. It's uh, the pronunciation. It wasn't available. So again, it's Elementor without the E between the M and the N. So if you gotcha. want. <laughs> Squished it together. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Anything else you'd like to add before we go? No, no, just amazing podcasts and keep doing amazing work. Oh, thank you. And same to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And, uh, you know, we'll see you uh, at the next meetup or the next WordCamp. Hopefully I'll see you sometime in the next year. It'd be good to see you. For sure. (laughs) Thanks. And goodbye to everybody out there in, uh, you know, WP Coffee Talk land. And we'll see you on the next episode.